Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Truth Diamond Podcast, episode 51. 51? My age. Okay, that joke is getting so old. You need to stop that. Just because you don't find me funny today, doesn't mean that I'm not funny. I am very funny. I've been offered two reality shows. I don't know if people know this, but like 51 episodes for me is nothing. I would actually like to play the reality show for people because they need to know what a nutcase you are. And what does she call you? Uh, Donald Trump on steroids? Crack. On crack. Yeah. On crack and steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley, one of my previous lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the, the, I, so, so here's the thing. Welcome today. This, today we're calling it um, Desperation, this podcast, because desperation is settling, settling in in the diamond industry today. And I just read the funniest article before we came on air here. About, Can you get a little bit closer? I feel like we're about, miles apart right now. About okay, um, a little close. Okay, a, little about. Close. Um, are are you adjusting because you set the camera up wrong? Is that what's going on? The article is about the industry. Uh, one of the mine diamond proponents telling people, giving them a script as to how to answer questions, and it's. Like, I've been doing this a long time. This stuff is starting to make me laugh because there's no good answer. It makes me angry. It doesn't make me laugh. It makes me angry because they're misinforming people. Isn't that an interesting perspective? Good for you. They are. They're, I I mean, I I don't want to say they're lying, but they're lying and they know the truth. And and we can give vivid examples of this, Mm -hmm. but by the way, I'm Colin Ferguson, the diamond step, I mean... The Global Diamond Broker. I'm G.I.A. Judy. And uh, we're here with our podcast. And we're your favorite cute, funny hosts. So according to ChatGBT, okay? ChatGBT, who is our best friend now. (laughs) Um, We spend more time with ChatGBT now than we do with each other. Because we don't really like people. Yeah, we're not really fans of people. Especially people in the diamond industry. We're fans of us, though. Yeah, we have lots of fans. Good and bad. Um, It's interesting because what's going on in the diamond industry right now is, has been and is, and, and, you know, I predicted this, we predicted this, we've talked about this for a year now, and as of this year, for those of you who who have seen me on TikTok yapping about this, and Mm -hmm. Uh, or, or Judy, who has her own little Diamond Facts today, and I guess we'll be talking about this on Diamond Facts. Um, what's it called again, your little... My Diamond Did You Know? Your diamond Did You Knows, mm-hmm. okay, will be Judy's uh, Diamond Did You Know today. But it's interesting because faster than I'd anticipated, JCK, who is one of the biggest players in the, the global diamond industry, is reporting... Um, that um, half of the engagement diamonds in the biggest market in the world, the United States of America, this year will come out of a laboratory and not out of a mine. And so, so what's happened now, and this is billions of revenue out of mine dim- mining diamonds, what's happening now is the, the industry who has really, like, regrettably tried to lie their way through this, mm-hmm. 
is in desperation mode. And so, so, so we just came back from Vegas where we already talked about this in the last podcast where, you know, we, we talked about the fact that the mine diamond industry was a depressing, sad. What did they call it again? They called it grim. Grim. It was grim to go see the, the, the people I've known, some of them for 40 years Decades, since I've yeah. been in the industry and what's going on with them. And, you know, the level of denial is starting to lift now. It's sinking in. And then you'd walk into the lab-grown section. And it was so lively, and it was, you know, the booths that they had were so extravagant and exciting. Yeah. And, and these are people trying to get our business, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, literally is what they're doing. These are the suppliers of people directly from the, the uh, laboratories and the mines all over the world. And... Um, it, it, it's just been for me after my 40 years in the business and you know although I predicted it to see it actually happening mm -hmm. is is quite and for me emotionally confusing because I have so many friends who are in that side of the business yeah. Martin Rappaport who, who is really who we met in Vegas and Took you know we, we did you take the hat the rap hat I mean this is one of the leaders in the whole industry mm -hmm. And to see this business fall away, and Martin's no dummy. Uh, he's a very smart man, but I think he really knows what's going on now. And you know, I, he he's done so much good for the industry. Anyway, so so the article this morning is telling. What's the word we use for it? Information asymmetry. Information asymmetry. And I'm going to give you a very vivid example of this. Um, is they, they basically they provide a script. So if someone says, you know, are diamonds unethical? Mine diamonds unethical? Well, how do I know if my diamond isn't a blood diamond? Right, and this sort of thing. And they give an answer to it that is really, I can't imagine myself ever saying what they want me to say. And that's kind of irrelevant here. But the one thing that they keep trying to grasp onto is that there is some kind of financial return on you buying a diamond. And this is old stuff. Look. If you're generation Gen Z or a millennial, you have information at your fingertips. And so this article, I just read through it before we got on air, talks about how the price, the value, they call it the value, which, look, it's a manipulated value, has gone up over the last, was it 40 years, 3% a year on average, but there's no market for you to sell that to. Mm -hmm. All that's gone up every year is the price of diamonds mm -hmm. that you pay for them. There's no secondary market. There's no, you know, if you, I say to people, look, before you buy your mine diamond, because you can go on with these these online companies who are still charging retail, which boggles my mind. We just got off the phone with someone. In Myanmar, Myanmar. right, who's, who's a very, very important client of ours who you know is bought a mine diamond had no idea what the value of it was and paid about yeah. triple yeah. and these these companies this is the next step that's going to take place is price transparency we're providing it now mm -hmm. we're providing price transparency now so anyway not to jump around too much i know we always do but that's part of our charm 
that's the charming part, um, is the fact that they're trying to still say that you're smart if you buy a mine diamond because they go up in value. Look, they're down 20% this year alone, right? Like that's what we're talking about when we talk about What's it called again? Information asymmetry. Information asymmetry. And what it is, information asymmetry. Information asymmetry. Information asymmetry. Don't you forget it, okay? Okay, don't swear at me in front of their audience, okay? Foul-mouthed little person. Um, so, So they're not telling the whole story. And so here's what I suggest you do. If a jeweler tells you or some sort of diamond person says, look, my diamonds retain their value, mine them before you buy it, right, put a deposit on it, a small one, just get them to hold it, even if you don't, then try to sell it. I'll go online and look at places and say, look, I have this. You would think you'd be able to recover what you paid for it, right, if it's going up 3% a year. It's worse than driving a car off the lot is the reality. Wait, There's right. no secondary market. You'll find these companies out of, you know, all over the world. There's some of them, I know the guys well, who make millions of dollars buying old diamonds and reselling them because there's nowhere to sell them. They sell them, they buy them for pennies on the dollar. That you're not being told the whole story. And, you know, the hard truth is we're here to tell the story. Yeah, it's kind of a horrible narrative to tell people that, you know, if you purchase a mine diamond, you're going to be able to resell it years later. It's not true. It's not true with lab-grown. It's not true with mine. Well, so many guys believe this mm -hmm. going in, and it's probably the biggest thing I've heard over my experience, which is really in the world, my experience in the diamond industry is unrivaled, is, is you know, well, there's nowhere for me to sell it for. You know, there's no... There is no secondary diamond market. It's not happening for you. If a jeweler, please get them to call me. I always say to people, really, your jeweler told you that? Ask your jeweler to call me because they all know who I am. And they know it's just not true. And yet it's the, it's a pitiful way to sell diamonds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so having said that, am I talking too much again this week? No, is it though? You not feel like talking today, or you feel like I'm stealing the show? But then I watch people like Howard Stern, and is that the guy with the assistant? Yeah, yeah. and and the same thing. You, it, what's his name? The guy we watch all the time. We actually used him in one of our videos. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has an assistant. They don't even show him. Yeah, he has his assistant. What? Is it he? Yeah, it's a he. Never, I never knew he had a Maybe I'd enjoy a he more. We could really? have beers on a Friday afternoon. We could have beers on a Friday. We could have chicks over. We could have chicks they over. Could. <laughs> that's the problem. That's and that's no problem. I just want to go right on the record. Oh that's too funny. We had so much fun this weekend. We had so, so much fun. We had a wine tasting for Father's Day. Yes, Slash. a big one. It was very much fun. I had my kids over. Judy was here, and I think you turned. Speaking of indirectly of what the other uh, of uh, yeah anyway we had a guy turn for judy this weekend from being <laughs> apparently um, uh. 
Anyway, let's get off this topic. This is not a good topic for us to talk about, but it was funny. If you have questions, call me. I will tell you the details, okay, on that one, because it's funny as well and a bit of an ongoing story. So, so yeah, so that's what's going on out there. It's desperation time in the diamond business. I mean, how, uh, you know, here, here's the thing for me is how long will we be talking about this and, and you know I make these predictions I made this prediction mm. how long will we be talking about this before there's no mine diamonds anymore mm -hmm. look it's getting hit on both ends mining is an ugly disgusting we, we've talked to you about what happened here in uh, the, the great white north where De Beers was polluting and was charged criminally for doing it and um and they don't care because they're De Beers and they've been doing this forever. And, you know, the that's one, the environmental impact is one thing, but the fact that no one can tell the difference, that there's so much, they're, they're the same and yet less expensive. And so, you know, we go back to the analogy. I mean, to know your diamonds, this is another point they made, my diamond's three billion years old. Well, is it? Like, how do you know? How do you know? That's another story that we've been told. It's like, this is an industry that has been built based on selling the sizzle and not the steak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. It's one of those things, though, I think only time will tell. Well, I think time has told. Mm -hmm. I think the end is near. I truly do. What seeing the faces, I've gone to that gem show for thirty-five years. Okay. It's the biggest in the world. Seeing the faces of those guys in the mine diamond business, and look, we're it's, it's still important to many of our clients. We're doing a a, a, a mine diamond right now for a client. I think a couple of them. Mm -hmm. We're non-judgmental. If that's what's important to you, we provide the facts, you make a decision. Some people are still buying into that old adage, and that's fine, and I hope, I pray. Yeah, we don't argue. There's already, always a room for that. Mm -hmm. But if it's not beautiful, if it's a G color or an H color, it's not worth anything. Yeah. So that market's going to completely disappear. I've said this for decades now the only return on any diamond whether it comes out of a mine or out of the laboratory is beauty mm -hmm. and hence the birth of rare rock mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about rare rock a little bit rare <laughs> rock is giving accessibility to everyone on owning the most beautiful and something we offer i think one of the first companies in the world to offer this is a lifetime guarantee on the beauty of your stone so it's if it's ever not the most beautiful Return for life. You know, it's interesting because, you know, again, I've been blabbing about this as the global diamond broker, but we're actually developing a global, and if you're interested in more details, please contact us. And by the way, we do appreciate all the emails and the contact and the calls and the text, but do contact us to talk about um, it, what's what's really luxury for a new generation you know you've heard me pick on Tiffany enough times that their diamonds suck and they suck even the industry this is another thing you know lab created diamonds they're about beauty and so not all 
but but you know, I mean, there there's a, a certain a more, categories. There's certain them. categories that are more sought after and more beautiful. And Tiffany, for some reason, continues because of the money they make. They can buy these things so cheap, selling G and H and I and J, and you can go on their website and see this. And so email them and ask them why. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people trust Tiffany. The diamonds aren't beautiful. Some are. Their designs are amazing, not design that you pay for. So, so anyway, look, the world of diamonds is changing. It's changing. We just celebrated. By the way, that celebration on the weekend wasn't for Father's Day. It was Judy's one-year anniversary, which the only way I could convince Judy that she'd been here for a year, she's been having so much fun, is to go... <laughs> we're on our 51st episode. We're on episode. our 51st episode. We do once a week. Right? Like, so next year is a... Next week is a year of episodes. Mm -hmm. Once a week. And not most podcasts come out once a week either. Usually they're bi-weekly and... Anyway, we're... You're wrong, but it's okay. You can sometimes be wrong, okay? Do you know the numbers on how many podcasts get to 50? Probably very slim. Very few podcasts. And you know why it is? Because people are giver-uppers. I'm so charming. Oh. Right? You enjoy the But I tell you this, you wouldn't be able to do it without me. So. No, that's very true. Wouldn't yeah. be able to do it without we're me. We're a dynamic duo. What are you doing there? Is your wrist hurt? Or? No, <laughs> but I broke my nail, so I was trying to cover it. Oh, are you? How'd you break your nail? Um, this is tragic. It was probably at the gym, I think. Because mm. your nails were looking good. You did a couple videos with them I recently. Know. Anyway, so so that's what's going on. It's desperation time. Let's see where it goes. Um, they used to lash back. The industry used to lash back. You know, I was talking today as a final thought about the GIA, the Gemological Institute of America, produces so many certificates a year and these big plastic dossiers decided this year they weren't going to do this we're anymore. We're going to go paperless. Paperless. Like, save the environment. Save, save the, the trees. Welcome to the diamond business. They got so many complaints from... Not the lab-grown industry, the mind industry and their desperation. Please don't take them away. Don't take them away. Look, it's a new world. It's a new world we live in. You know, when I was growing up, although I don't look this old, you know, we used to go on a party line for entertainment and listen to our neighbors talk in the East Coast. You know, today these powerful little things we're recording ourselves on right now, it's a different world. When we talk about rare rock diamonds, when we talk about your diamonds, many of our clients listen to the podcast, visually and technically, and the, the artificial intelligence is there to support the grading, the beauty, everything else. So the world's most beautiful diamonds and always at prices that defy comparison. That's what I've done for 40 years and it's more prevalent than ever. That was beautiful, Colin. Thank you very much, Judy. Yeah, you're Can welcome. you make sure that goes into the pre? Yeah, I got you. Okay. See, anyway, my job is to make you look good. I gotta go. Okay. I got things to do. Yeah. We're busy. I actually didn't realize how busy we were until I wrote down. Yeah, it's that yeah. funny. Whose idea was that to write them in front of us? Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, thank you so much from tuning for tuning in. Let's chat soon. 
And uh, God bless. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.